Hello and welcome to Amanda's Wellbeing Podcast, a podcast where we discuss all things relating to your well-being, ranging from nutrition to physical and mental health. I am Amanda Hayes, your host, a nutritionist with a passion for well-being. I will take a moment to let you know that you can subscribe to my podcast, which includes interviews with experts in the fields of nutrition, physical health, mental health, and a five-minute food fact series on YouTube. Hit the red subscribe button or on your favorite podcast app, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, or Google Podcast. Today, the guest does not need any introduction because it is me. I am going to talk to you about my recent race in Cairns, which was a 70.3, in other words, a half Ironman. It consists of a 1.9 kilometer swim, a 90 kilometer bike ride, and a 21 kilometer run. So in terms of my preparation, once I decided to do the 70.3, the first step towards the goal was to engage Nick Muxlow. Nick was uh, the first guest on my podcast in episode one, and he has coached me to the start and finish, I'm happy to say, of the Eurobilla 56km Ultra and the Lara Pinta four-day stage race. So I knew I was in good hands with Nick. Then at Nick's suggestion, I joined the Lakers Triathlon Club. And what a happy association that has been. I've met some really amazing people. In the race, I'll just give you a picture of what kind of athlete I am. Because this was my first 70.3, my main goal was to finish and see whether I enjoyed it. In other words, I did not want to go crazy on gear in case I decided not to do another one. So what did I invest in? I bought a basic wetsuit, lightweight running shoes, new bike shoes, a good aero helmet, aero bars, and I had a bike fit done to make sure my overall position on my bike was more aerodynamic. What I did not invest in, I didn't invest in a new super duper aero bike. I used my six year old entry level but much loved road bike with mechanical gears and rim brakes. It did look a little bit out of place there, I have to say. Nor did I invest in triwheels, power meter pedals, or a specific bike computer. So as you can see, all in all, I am just an also ran. Uh, setbacks. I can't imagine anyone trains for a big race like a marathon or an ultra or a tri without encountering some setbacks along the way. Whether it's a busy period at work, an illness that interrupts your training, or possibly worse, an injury that takes time to heal. So I had a few setbacks during my training. I have a long-standing upper hamstring tendonitis issue, and I tackled that with numerous visits to my physio and tailored exercises at the gym. And yes, for once, I actually did do my physio exercises. I also had a platelet-rich plasma, known as a PRP injection at the site to help with healing. Um, another setback was that I got a cold that developed into a chest infection about five weeks before the race, and that really knocked me about. 
I also had a very busy period with my children in the lead up, but all of that is to be expected and Nick navigated me around it. The day before I was due to fly to Cairns, I woke up with a cold. It didn't seem like too bad a cold, but I was really not thrilled. And I was especially annoyed because I thought I'd had my one cold of the season already. So I flew up to Cairns on the Monday before the event of the coming weekend. And I arrived with totally blocked ears. For that day and the next two, I felt absolutely average. On a scale of 1 to 10, where 10 is feeling invincible, I ranked myself at 3, and I seriously doubted whether I would make the start line. I rested, I drank lots of fluid, I bombarded myself with vitamin C, even though the jury is out on whether this actually helps. I took myself off to see a doctor to make sure I didn't have a chest infection and it wouldn't be dangerous to race. So I did what I could. I woke up early on Thursday, feeling noticeably better. I would say about a six out of 10. So I decided to swim the 1.5 kilometer race I had registered for on Green Island. And I was really glad I did because it was fun. And I met a very interesting neuroscientist and he is going to be a guest on my podcast. So that's something to look forward to. On Friday morning, I was up to about a seven out of 10. So I went for a short ride, about 20 Ks and then met up with Nick, my coach, for breakfast. So no, Nick did not travel up to Cairns because I was racing. It was just a happy coincidence. He was there to support his amazing girlfriend, Amber, who did the full Ironman. So some of my observations about triathlon. It is a crazy sport. Not only do you need so much stuff, and there are lots of logistics to get all your gear in the correct location before the race. At Cairns, at least, the transitions one and transition two were about 25 kilometers apart. And on top of all that, it is expensive. Even if, like me, you have not invested in a whiz-bang bike or a top-knot wetsuit, it still requires a pretty deep dive into your hip pocket with race entry, travel, accommodation, and the silly amounts you spend at the expo and the merch tent and on the presents you buy for your kids because you feel guilty leaving them to pursue this selfish sport. One of my many flaws is not being particularly mechanically gifted. To be frank, I'm just not that interested. So I booked my bike into the local bike shop the day after I arrived to make sure my bike met all my personal specs, which I had with me from my bike fit. One of my skewers had got a bit mangled in transit, so I sort of assembled my bike minus the pedals and wheeled it kind of around to the nearby bike shop and then voila, all fixed for $50. And that was worth every cent. The Ironman brand is a slick machine. The event was so well organized, including over 2000 volunteers. There were fit people wandering around everywhere and it's an exceptionally friendly crowd. So even though I was up there alone, I never felt lonely. I spoke to lots of other athletes and people compete in races like the Ironman and the 70.3 for all sorts of reasons. There are those super sporty jock types that are really competitive. There are people who want to prove to themselves that they can do it and like to challenge themselves. So that's me. Uh, There are people who want to exercise their demons. 
I met a woman who took up triathlon after her husband died and a man who used to be morbidly obese and now has done over 10 full Ironmans. Everywhere I went, I overheard nerdy conversations about race nutrition plans, training regimes, group sets and the like. One can totally get away with that at an Ironman Expo, but hopefully these people are self-aware enough not, not to chew the ear off someone who is not into such pursuits. So on to my race. My day started at 3.15 a.m. I had to get myself organized, put my race tattoo on, make some breakfast to take and walk to the bus for a 4.10 a.m. transport to the start. I was still feeling under par. It was not an ideal start to the race that I'd been training for for nine months, but I was well enough to race. My son kindly rang me at 3.30 to wish me luck. He was on his way home from a nightclub. So I arrived at the start around 5am when it was still dark and I set up my bike, shoes, nutrition, etc. in the transition zone. Then I went to the swim start and put on my timing chip and my wetsuit. And that takes a while because the wetsuit is really tight. The ocean was pretty choppy, but that was okay. I don't mind that. So we seated ourselves into various start times and then off we went about four at a time. I loved the swim. The only thing I found disconcerting about it was that the water was extremely murky. So you couldn't see the swimmer even right next to you. That resulted in receiving a few kicks to the head. So the swim of 1.9 kilometers took me 35 minutes. So I was off to a good start. I ran from the swim to the transition, ripping off my goggles, my two caps and my wetsuit en route. I shoved on my helmet, my sunnies, my bike shoes, and then I ran with my bike to the mount line for the 90 kilometer ride. I'm the first to admit there's a lot of room for improvement in my cycling. So I paced myself in the ride and I can honestly say I absolutely loved it. The route was scenic. Captain Cook Highway between Cairns and Port Douglas where we rode hugs the breathtaking shoreline and tropical vegetation abounds. It, it is truly beautiful. The bike course was undulating but there were no really steep parts. I got a few little thrills as I overtook some guys on crazy looking aero bikes but that only happened a few times. By the 70 kilometre mark I was looking forward to getting off my bike Chafing was starting, which is an occupational hazard in these races, and it was heating up. I made it to T2, transition two, after three hours and 17 minutes on my bike, feeling okay. So I racked my bike and helmet, changed shoes, shoved on a hat, and then on my physio's advice, stretched out my hip flexors. That really helps me. So off I hobbled. I wish I was saying off I ran to the start of the 21 kilometer run. By then it was hot and as always when I change from riding to running my legs feel odd, stiff and wobbly but usually after about 10 minutes that feeling subsides and I find some kind of a rhythm. Sadly that was not to be, I never found a rhythm and every step was just hard work. In the end the run was a complete mental battle for me and I repeated dig deep to myself most of the way. I channeled a very dear friend who's been known to write that phrase on her knuckles when she races, Jen. 
I walked through all of the aid stations and on about four, I think, occasions I walked for 60 seconds. I just simply plodded along, counting down the kilometres and tried to block everything out of my mind. At one point, I needed to use their facilities, which was a portaloo at an aid station, and that was totally disgusting. I won't go into the detail except to say that men have a distinct advantage in that situation. At last, when I had two kilometres to go, I was fighting back tears as I thought, in just over 10 minutes, I can stop running, I can stop, I can stop. So running through the finishing arch was pure elation. A kind volunteer puts a medal on you, removes your timing chip and gently wraps you in a finisher's towel. So overall, the race took me six hours and 18 minutes and I finished 20th in my age group of about 50 in that group, I think. I was happy with that. It was a tough day out, but rather than put me off, all I can think about now is which race can I do next and how can I improve my time? Finally, I am in awe of people who complete the full Ironman, as if the race itself is not hard enough, but the commitment to training is enormous. When I finally went to bed that night around 10pm after watching some other friends race, there were still people out on the course. Those people had been going for in excess of 14 hours. What an achievement. So congratulations to everybody who raced in Cairns. And I'll let you know when I enter my next 70.3. And can I tempt anyone to join me on that journey? I'd love to hear from anyone about their own Ironman or half Ironman journeys. It's such a personal thing and it's, it's quite inspirational to hear about other people's experiences. I, I really enjoy that. So if you'd like to let me know, you can contact me via my website. So you can subscribe to Amanda's Wellbeing Podcast on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button and when you're there, click on the bell to be alerted when new episodes are available. You can also subscribe on your favourite podcast app, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify or Google Podcasts. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Direct links to all social media can be found on the subscribe page of my website at www.amandaswellbeingpodcast.com. If you would like to contact me, you can send me a message via the contacts page on my website. Please feel free to suggest topics you'd like to learn more about, and I'll do my best to deliver that to you. Finally, please take a minute to leave a rating on iTunes. It improves visibility and helps people find the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Eat well, move well, think well.